everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is November 27th, 2023. Boy, Dave, it's almost December. It's almost December. And speaking of December, I don't know what this transition's all about. We're going to mention Dan Williams because hey, Dan always says... December Dan. That's his name on the street is December Dan. Dan Williams is your guy. Of course, we talk to you all the time about finances and we talk about, look, what's happening right now in December with Christmas shopping. And of course, you're thinking about your end books. Dan's a good guy to talk to right now, exactly what you're going to look like going into 2024. Also, he talks about home buying as well. Remember, he's working with Brian Curry. Tell you all the time, don't get approved, not just pre-qualified. Understand the financials of home buying. Make sure you call Dan Williams, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Uh, Dave, uh, Dan sent a text today. He said, man, guys, it's my favorite time of year. I said, yeah, is that right? Because you get to spend time with family. Getting ready to turn the calendar, he goes, yeah, I guess. No, it's my favorite time of year because it's time I can fire up Mannheim Steamroller. I said, all right, Dan, I got to run. <laughs> uh, but we talked about it last week in regards to the Padres. And so much of your finances are debt-to-income ratio. How much do you make and how much are you spending? And unfortunately, around this time of year, a lot of us make mistakes that we don't necessarily need to make. You know what? I'm going to guess your mom doesn't need that $300 bread maker for Christmas. There you go. She's not making bread. Please. She doesn't work in Subway. Come on. How about you give mom a rest? <laughs> she okay? doesn't work at Subway. How about you give her a rest? Drive out to Dudley's. Get her a couple of loaves of squaw bread. And now all of a sudden you're $278 ahead. Look what, at you. What, I don't even work for Dan. What is squaw bread? Squaw bread's like, God, do you just live in a cave? Have you never gotten squaw bread? It's like uh, kind of like old school pumpernickel. Oh, Dave, come on. I'll go out there and get you a loaf. You'll love it. All right, dude. It better be something real. It sounded like a racial slur. I don't like it. Oh, my God. You're such a moron. So sad. Are you ever going to be better? It's sad that I'm a moron. Yeah. It's All just, right. Never heard uh, of it. I'll tell you why in a second, too. It's pretty funny. But uh, what I did today. But this time of year... Yes, you want to be able to spend money on family and you want to do nice things, but you also have to make that car payment, the mortgage payment, and everything else. Dan can help you do it. Give him a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. That number is 858-688-6813. And tell him, hey, you know what, Dan? I like Mannheim Steamroller, too. He'd appreciate it. <laughs> Brian Kerr is your guy. Of course, as I just said a second ago, he's working with Dan. But look, Brian can help you find that perfect home anywhere in San Diego County. He knows the neighborhoods. Where do you want to live? Just ask Brian Curry. At the same time, if you're looking to get out and basically you're a quitter, you want to leave California, guess what? He can help you get the most for your home Adios. as you find your next house in New Mexico. Brian is your guy. Again, 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. One five eight eight. Yeah, Dave, you look around and the average rent, average Insane. rent is twenty five hundred dollars. Crazy. That's somebody else's mortgage. Yep. And if you afford to pay that, if you can afford to pay that, man, oh man, you got you got to yep. find a way. It starts with that call to Dan to get your finances in order, and then to Brian Curry because uh, just tonight my ex is out of town. She's out of town for a week, and so I'm. Going from Carlsbad to PB to La Mesa to East Lake. Jesus. Crazy. But there is just something about pulling in and, yeah. and being around there this morning, just walking the dog and remembering the days you get your keys and, and the first time in the complex and so many different memories that I guess you could have them at a place you rent, but it's not nearly as impactful when as it is when you own the place. 
And Brian Curry can help you do that. Give him a call. Let him know Dave and Jeff sent you. There you go. How was the Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was great. Um, I was off on Wednesday. And a lot of times, man, I would say, can I bug you, Dave? You were nice enough to help. I know. I'm sorry to be a jerk. There we go. Perfect. That's why why people love you. Literally, right before the show. I know. I'm too loud. Turn me down. I know. You did great. I can't hear. Turn it up. I know. You did great. I appreciate you. Fuck. Um. I took Wednesday off. Yeah, and they the, didn't give you guys off. You took it off. You said, hey, I, I need an extra day. Yeah, I took Wednesday off. So I had yeah, Wednesday, so. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was pretty much like you, except for I didn't have Monday and Tuesday <laughs> off. <laughs> and, and, dude, Actually, I didn't have to drive up there last week. It was nice. I'll be up there tomorrow, though. Up in Carlsbad? Up in Carlsbad. Traffic's not bad right now. But the thing that I did, and I would say this to anybody who has kids, if you haven't done it. So much of everything I do, it's with Jack and Kate. It's with Jack and Kate. It's with Kate and Jack, the whole thing. And Jack and I had just hung out last weekend. We'd gone up to AEW. Cade was here Wednesday night. And I just just hung out with Cade for five days and just kind of recharged and reconnected. Dave, we just had a blast, man. We had the best time. Obviously, I saw Jack and their mom on, on Thursday. But we uh, we went up to L.A. and and did the Kings game on Saturday. And who did they play? They played the Montreal Canadiens and they beat down Roy Robertson's Good. team. And uh, I mean, Dave, seventeen thousand people in Crypto.com on a Saturday afternoon at one o'clock for the That's NHL. Awesome. Like pretty cool. But I I think you wrote it. You um you said, man, it's the one thing we try to do on this show is remind you. To celebrate as many days as you can with your family because yep. no day is guaranteed. And uh, so, yeah, it was a lot of that. Got to see my dad, saw my mom, cool. saw my brother, uh, you know, my kids, their mom. And, yeah, just had a great time. It was pretty cool. How about Good. for you? It was all right. Went up to, uh, to Encinitas and my uh, sister-in-law's. It was funny because my, I had my, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law from Florida in town. Oh, yeah. Now, my brother-in-law is actually older than what my dad would have been. By a year. Oh, wow. And my sister-in-law is about the same age as my mom. So my wife was was an accident, the last one out of the five kids. Yeah. Okay. So te- technically, I mean, they, they could have been my parents, you know, the age-wise. Yeah. Well, my, my brother-in-law at 81, <laughs> which is, I mean, it's the nicest guy going, was a captain of the year for TWA and went to American. And wrote he's books. Pretty, wrote books, accomplished the whole deal. Well, at 81, he's slipping a little bit, yeah. you know? Doesn't have the fastball anymore. And uh, it doesn't have the fastball. It's all change-ups. You know, it's funny. As my uh, son was telling me tonight, he goes, it's crazy to think, you know, Biden's 81, same yeah. age as, as Lloyd. Lloyd. And then. I love Lloyd. Trump's like 78. They would have been in high school together. Yeah. When Trump always makes fun of how old he is, I'm like, dude, you would have been in school together, you yeah, fuckers. Yeah, you been a freshman with Lloyd it's, and Sleepy <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. My favorite nickname. But he went through a phase while he was here. Every time he changed the channel, he bought whatever the fuck he changed Dude. to. Dude. So it was like every time he changed the channel, that's 20 bucks. That's 20 bucks. That's 20 bucks. So I'm dying to see this bill somewhere between $500,000. Dude. Okay. Well, Lloyd's extra. Lloyd, yeah, yeah. He's got Venmo. <laughs> Dude, unbelievable. Dude, he'll send you a couple of TWA drink coupons. So <laughs> that's, that's it. So we go up to uh, my sister-in-law's and Lloyd doesn't want the traditional Thanksgiving deal we usually do with my wife's family, which means lasagna and everything else yeah. that's Italian side. We don't need lasagna. Just turkey, stuffing, potatoes, all that shit. And I was like, come on, man. Everybody wants lasagna. Everyone starts complaining. They make right. a little lasagna. Guess what? The fucking turkeys took forever to cook. They weren't ready. 
So I walk right over to Lloyd, who's yeah, the guy. smartest guy with two thumbs, this fucking guy, you know? And he just stared at me and he was going to wait. That fucking guy waited hours for that goddamn turkey. We refused to eat the damn lasagna. Sure enough, man, we had a good time. Someone made a terrible comment saying, hey, make sure that turkey gets done. It might be Lloyd's last Thanksgiving. Oh, no, it's not. I apologized. I thought maybe I went across the line. thought it was funny at the time. But terrible. anyway. I didn't say that. I'm not that guy. Lloyd's my guy. Yeah. So we uh, we we had a, we had a good time. Uh, Friday, uh, Josh and his uh, fiance Rita and I went saw Daniel Tosh. Oh, nice! By the way, I've never been to the Balboa Theater. Gorgeous, I've been in San Diego right? in 30 years. Uncomfortable as fuck. Fenway Park oh, yeah. was relaxing as can be compared to that dude. It, it was amazing how cramped it was yeah. up at the top. At least Josh was down at the bottom. I was at the top, but it was uh, completely cramped. Funny as shit. Yeah. You know, uh, the, 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 every, there were so many things that were really good and smart and everything else. But he said something interesting. The one thing that that he embraced is that here's a guy who's, you know, Tosh.0. He embraced that he had money. A lot of guys have money. They won't oh, ever yeah. talk about having money. He's like, dude, I work 20 days a year. He goes, I got fired by fucking Viacom. They had to pay me for five years. He dude. goes, my house burnt down in 2018. People said, what the fuck are you going to do? I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to Cabo for two weeks. Some asshole is gonna clean my house, and yeah. when I come back, I'm gonna live in one of my other houses. He completely embraced it, and I'm sitting there going, "It, was, it, was, it cracked me up." But he hit everything. So there were a couple people walked out. You know, you're really? a community. Dude, he fuck it. If, you, if you're a Democrat, you're a Republican. If you're Jewish, dude, he if you're can't be Jewish, worse than that fucking kid. He would have to everybody. Netflix right now, Matt. Dude, I don't know. Who you're talking Matt about Rife. I, I don't know who Matt Rife is. Matt Rife got popular because yeah. he had really funny yeah. stuff that he would work with the crowd yeah. and was really, really good. And now he's got a Netflix special. Oh, it's dude. awful. Not worth watching. Not worth watching. Yeah. So he just fucking boom, just, yeah. just went right through it. And, uh, and he was like, dude, I, I don't give a shit. He goes, everyone says, don't talk politics because you're going to lose half your audience. He goes, I don't give a fuck. And then he yeah. broke it down and it was funny. It was, I didn't pay a damn dime, but I'm telling you what it was worth the $200 a ticket that other people paid. Nice. It was, it was a good time. Um, Saturday, man. How about the goddamn Alabama Crimson Tide? Well, we'll, we'll get to all of that for sure. Cause it was great. But Dave, I, I'll tell you. Today I drove around, and the only thing I wanted to hear today was baseball talk, and I literally couldn't find it anywhere. We're locally, a, you mean? Locally, just anywhere. And we're a week away from the winter meetings. We are. It starts a week from today, and to me, I think the pods are going to be insanely active. And I, I, in a bad way. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, I'm dying to know what you're thinking now. I'm starting to think. That if Preller does this right, <laughs> okay, I got it. Okay, if Preller does this right, I I think if he's moving Soto at the meetings, I think I play the American League East against each other, and I play Boston against the Yankees against Toronto, and possibly Baltimore, and see because the guy I was thinking of is exactly what. Mike Rizzo did with Scherzer with the Padres against the Dodgers, right? Okay. You've got a new GM in Boston. Yep. You've got Brian Cashman that desperately needs to find a way to get the Yankees back relevant. I don't think Brian Cashman's good at his job, dude. I think he's terrible. I know. You've got Toronto who's sneaky in here. Now, the Tor- rumors of Toronto is they're, sh- they're shedding guys. Like, they're going to trade Vladimir Guerrero and Bouchette. Like, See, what angle are they going? Dude. And they're supposed to be in, a, in on Otani? Right. And 
The one to me that is really, really interested is Baltimore. Because could Baltimore, after last no year, all of, hey, they got they got swept. They got as close as they did, and the Rangers knocked them out in two games. Yeah, but their best players are in the minors that are coming up this year. Like Jackson Holiday is the best player in minor Dude, league baseball. He's coming up this year. They're loaded. The rookie of the year is changing positions for Jackson Holiday. Well, I'm not. You're not going to get Jackson Holiday. You're not getting Gunnar Henderson. You're not yeah. doing anything. But to me, all of a sudden, next week becomes really, really interesting with Soto because, as we saw with Scherzer and others, and and really with Soto, all it takes is two guys bidding against each other. Right? We've seen it. If you've ever been to an auction, if you've ever participated in an auction whether it's eBay or anywhere else, you really only need two people. And I cannot wait for next week to see what Preller is going to do okay. and see how quickly he does it. To me, Dave, the biggest wild card as we get ready for next Monday is can he get rid of Cronenworth? Can he ditch Cronenworth? Because driving down, I had MLB radio on. Yeah. hope it wasn't John Heyman you listened to. No. No. John Heyman. John Heyman's a shell for the Yankees, dude. It's ridiculous. Oh, anything. Yeah. Yankees and Mets. It's, anything. It's wild as hell to, if you just pay attention to it going. He does not pay attention to 28 other teams. No. He writes for the New York yeah. Post. He works for MLB Network. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he shouldn't even be on MLB Network. It's a fucking joke. Yeah. They insider. But they're talking about the Giants. For Soto. No. They okay, actually were his, saying. His name came up too, but I can't imagine probably be that crazy. I don't think you trade him in the division. And I don't know what you're Bob. getting. Yeah. And I don't know what you're getting. From the Giants, that's going to allow you to say, yeah, okay, we'll make that deal. But what they're talking about for the Giants, right, who desperately also need to make a move and get back into it, is going out in the free agent market and signing J.D. Martinez and Reese Hopkins. For me, if I'm a Giants fan, I look at that and I go, we got to do better. We got to do better than that. But if I'm a Padre fan, Dave, I look at that and say, if you're able to get Cronenworth out, and now you've shaved the money from Soto and Cronenworth. So the only way, as you said on the last show or two shows ago, to get rid of Cronenworth would be you trade Soto for nothing, but you have to take Cronenworth. Yeah. So basically you get nothing in return for well, Soto. Well, you get something, but you're not you're not going to get a huge deal. But then if you went out and you throw Reese Hopkins in, and it's Hoskins. Ho- here? Or Hoskins, excuse me. To here? Yeah. Okay. And then you throw J.D. Martinez in. If the pods go out and make those signings, those deals make sense to me. I think the Giants are looking for bigger going to play the first two months of the year? He can only DH. Yeah. Well, where's Manny playing? Manny can only DH the first two months of the year. Oh, Manny. Are we even sure Manny's back? I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't answer questions. Yeah. I I don't know. I I told you, I'm a big J.D. Martinez fan. But yeah, also Justin Turner's available too as a DH. Yeah, I just think, I think starting Monday because I wonder once Otani goes right, yep. and Otani could go any day this week. He could go as early as tonight. They're saying that he's supposed to go before the start of the winter meetings. Wow, that's a, right. I, and I tell you what, I hope that happens. No matter where he goes, that I hope it happens for the fact that once he goes, other teams can start reacting to not yeah. getting him. And all of a sudden, you can start seeing guys fly off the board. I'm tired of this signing in January, February bullshit. Let's let's get it going. This is what we live for. Can you imagine Soto in Boston? Okay, here's the deal. This is why I say he doesn't go to Boston. It's, it's funny that you brought this up. Can you name one starting pitcher on the Red Sox besides Chris Sale? 
I'll tell you right now, the answer is no, you can't. No. There's no, dude, they have nothing. The Red yeah. Sox have fucking nothing. Outside yeah. of Rafael Devers, dude, they're shit. The Red Sox are shit. Yeah. And money. They do have yeah, money. They do. But uh, again, what's the point of grabbing Soto for a year if you aren't ready to compete this year? Yeah. I think he ends up with the Yankees, is my guess, for one year. That's Dude. my guess. Now the he post, would kill it on that short porch, too. Right. Now, the Post wrote that they would take Cronenworth, that they would take Cronenworth and punch him into that infield. And Where? they feel like they could Where? use him. They would have got DJ LeMayu taking him space. Yeah. I don't know. They said they could use him. That's interesting. Now, it's okay. This is why I think it's going to happen. My guess, all right? Cronenworth stays, not because they wanted, but they're stuck. Worst contract I ever. Uh, <laughs> and Cashman's like, oh, suck. yeah. Have you seen Giancarlo Stanton? Have you seen LeMayu? Right. Have you seen the guys we're fucking signing? Right. Rodon, have you seen those? Um, I think Cronenworth is stuck staying. I think Kim is traded. Ah. Oh. And I think you get something back for that trading Kim because he's a free agent after next year. Yeah. I think you, you people like Kim. Gold Glover sounds like a good teammate. Sound, a guy can play multiple positions. Started to hit a little he has bit. value to get something back, right? Yeah. So, and, and you might be able to get a, a major league player, ready player right now. Yeah, Here, I, think you, I think you'll get. I'm going to throw a reach guy at you right now, okay? You're going to go, never heard of him. Okay. There's a player from Korea who's supposed to be Ichiro, okay? Yeah, I saw this. You kid. know? Yeah. I, I think the Padres on this fucker, and he's playing center field for you next year. Yeah. The, I mean, fine. The, if you look at him, it's funny. Josh and I were talking about this today. I have a kid that plays on my high school team who's from Korea, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, this guy's coming to the United States. We're talking about it today. And he's telling me his grandfather was the best player, then his dad was the best player in the history of the game. Now, this guy's better than all of them, but he's like a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a 380 hitter, steals yeah. a shitload of bases, doesn't have power, but he fucking right. hits like 380. And, and can and, run. And he can run like a motherfucker. You stick him in center. Fuck Trent Grisham. Oh, yeah, he's gone. Let's make the change. And you know what? Don't tell me that's not right up AJ's alley. Yeah. To go get this kid. Dude, I tell you the other guy I think ends up here. Yeah. Is Alex Manoa. Alec. Yeah. Uh, Alec. Yeah. I think he ends up here. Dude, I'm a huge fan of that guy. Like, I hope Are it you? works up. Well, I'll tell you why I'm a fan. And I try to set this up on Mother's Day this year. He reminds me of Jake. He looks just like Jake, right? Dude, he does. And so I was like, for Mother's Day, I reached out to the Blue Jays. When they come to Dodger Stadium, I go, I want to get tickets told the blue jays the story yeah um anyway that do my wife can just get a hug from alec manoa and you know what yeah. the blue jays said if you come to toronto we can take care of it on the road we can't take care of shit like that and they could yeah. they, they, blue jays were cool they worked with us for a couple months nice and it was it was able to fall th go through and but my wife sees them on team and goes there's my that looks just like my son crazy you know? right yeah like tears came to her eyes when she saw him so i'm rooting for this guy you know dude i think he ends up here i think manoa is cool up that would be cool. I think he ends and up. And could fix him. Yeah, and I think that's why I think keep an eye on the Blue Jays for for Soto. Or, I mean, they've got plenty of second basemen, right? they got yeah. Biggio. They've got... Biggio sucks. I got it, but yeah. um, I know no, Whit Merrifield. Yeah. I think Whit Merrifield's a free agent. And they're saying so. he'd probably resign in Casey. I mean, excuse me, in Toronto. Yeah, so they've got second basemen, so you yeah. can't... But I, Dave, I'm telling well, if you. if you trade Vlad, which they keep, for some reason they keep talking about trading Vlad, that all of a sudden you need a first baseman. Yeah. I don't well, know. I, I think people look at Cronenworth as a first baseman, though. That was a huge disaster. Let me tell you something. I don't disagree with what you're saying on, there are people listening right now to you say that. We don't even give Soto away for basically nothing to say Cronenworth. 
Dude, the Corona with contract has their hands yeah. tied for so many years. Right. You got to fucking get rid of that mistake. And you got to have the financial flexibility yeah. to go out and and get a couple of bats yeah. in the lineup. If you right? could do that, you could keep Kim and then try to re rework a deal. Kim's the one guy yeah. I think would honestly sign a long-term deal for the hometown discount. Yeah. And then plug a couple of pitchers in. But to me, that's the story of the week. Yeah. Every day between now. Especially in this city. And a week from Friday should be winter meetings all yeah. day. Just what is going on? Now, the crazy part of it is, I think you'd agree, man, Preller does, the one thing he does better than anybody I've ever seen is give no indication of what he's working on. True. Man, which is pretty wild. Yep. But yeah, I think I think we come to grips with the fact that Soto's out, but I think they're gonna have to be active and making things happen and getting after it. Are you concerned about when you're seeing pitchers go off the board? Like No, I'm not I'm okay. not worried about Lance Lynn. No, well, okay. Sonny Gray. Dude, I yeah. watch Sonny Gray. I watch Maeda. Dude, for the money they're getting, no. Not worried about that. I'm worried a little bit about what the market's showing. Yeah. But I, I don't, I mean, I think we've seen enough the last couple of years to know the market's going to level out. Okay, so Sonny Gray is a guy I was a fan of when he was with the A's. You sure. Know, he was a Vanderbilt guy. I watched him in college, all that shit. When he went to the Yankees, it was a complete disaster. Yep. You know, the Reds kind of fixed his career. Obviously, he was great with the Twins. Yeah. Dude, he's old now. He's an yeah. old guy. Three years, 75. And when you look at <laughs> you look at the average age of the Cardinals, yeah. staff is 35 years old. Dude. And you're like, did the St. Louis Cardinals realize this isn't the last year of the history of Major League Baseball? Like, right. they aren't shutting the sport down? Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. Lance Lynn. You got all yeah. these little what, kids did, in, in the field, but you got 100-year-old guys pitching. Did Lance Lynn get, like, $14 million? I don't know what it was. Dude, the final number was. You saw. Oh, I saw. The White Sox saw. Everybody yeah. saw. Twins saw. Yeah. Plenty of guys saw. No, I'm not. I'm not worried about that, but I, I just, I just saying, are you worried about like, you know, musical chairs? Like how many guys are left? Like you're hearing, would it bother you if Waka goes to the giants and reunites with Bob Melvin? That's the rumor. No. Would it bother you if Lugo went with him? No. Lugo as again, these are just rumors. Lugo, yeah. you keep hearing is going to Detroit that the Tigers are going to make a splash. Go. Yeah. All right. That's fun. No, for both of those guys. Cause to me, neither one of them, to keep him, you would have had to go two years, thirty-two million. And I loved watching Waka. Yeah. Ex- except for the five weeks in the middle of the year when he was shut down. Yep. And Lugo was fine. Lugo was fine, but um, no, I, I, dude, I'm not spending money on Nick Martinez again. I'm not doing any of that. I'm not doing Craig Stammen. You know, they just <laughs> Tim Hill. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got you. It's just the same nine guys that they've rotated through. Dude, they need they need fresh arms in there. There are certain guys, if they leave, you just want them to leave the National League and, and, and especially yeah. the National League West, right? You don't want to see them. Right. Like, you don't see Walker Martinez will end up in Detroit. Yeah, fine. Or the Twins. He'll end up there. Yeah, you're right. Three years, thirty eight yeah. million. No You'd be like, what be the ca- fuck? Be careful what you say. You're I know him and Paddock right. will be the back end of the rotation. I'm emphatic. That was on Immaculate Grid today, Twins and Padres. Yeah. Um that's yeah, funny as hell. I, I just to be honest, I don't want to see Walk in the National League West. No. You know? I don't want to see Bob Melvin grab any Padres. No, I, I heard on that same show today, uh, Melvin, you know, oh the Giants 
for half the money you spend on Otani, you can get uh, Snell and Hader. You sure Bob would do that? Yeah. Sure Bob would do that? I'm not so sure for either one of those guys. Uh, I don't, uh, maybe. Uh, it did, I mean, we, I said it ad nauseum about yeah. after the All-Star game when Snell gave you five and Hader down the stretch. I'm not so sure. I'd, I, I'd hitch my wagon to those two again if I was Bob Melvin. Sonny Gray signing today for basically $25 million a year yeah. shows you that Snell's going to get 30 a year. Yeah. Because the, the Cardinals were the, one of the teams that said number one on our list is Blake Snell. <laughs> right. And if they couldn't sign Blake Snell, whatever the offer was, it means he wanted more than $25 Well, million and all of a sudden, the Darvish deal, you go, hey, you saved $6 million. Hey. Yeah. It's, it's old, though. Oh, well, Sonny Gray is old. Well, Darvish is, is older. <laughs> Dude, I, I would take Darvish over Sonny Gray. What do you really? Yeah. No way. You're just yeah, saying way. that because you're pissed. Come on. Sonny yeah. Gray finished, what, second in the Cy Young? You wouldn't do that. Dude, he... You're sounding like a jilted Twins fan right now. Oh, I definitely am. Maybe a jilted Vikings <laughs> fan, too. Dude, Ooh. what the fuck's going on? You know, this is all Terrible. your fault. You completely brought all this shit on yourself. I did? All that shit you wrote to Erica... Ripping the fucking her, her chargers, everything else, and the Raiders give up uh, like thirty one unanswered points, and then yeah. fucking uh, twin the, the bikes fuck it up today. You Look, completely I, brought I, all this on yourself. I think I think we've learned a couple of things in the NFL this weekend, and you find out quick. Yeah. You find out how quickly uh, nice stories come to a crashing halt. Antonio Pierce, hey man. Good luck winning again the rest of the year, dude. We've seen that schedule. Yeah, keep your hoodie. <laughs> keep your hoodie. Uh, O'Connell is is Aiden O'Connell. David, come on, right? But what are you gonna do? You gonna go back to Garoppolo at nope. this point? You're not. And then uh, and the Vikes. I, I think we've just seen what they are. I mean, the idea that you can't beat the Bear tonight, yeah. at home. In that game, and I know you've got two left with the Lions, and I know you'll get Jefferson back. They have no run game. Yeah. And I know teams don't want to pay guys to run the ball anymore, and the Vikes were a prime example of that. Man, the last time Madison had a touchdown was in the final game of 2022 the against up. the Bears. Shut up. Dude. Is that right? Yeah. Didn't you draft him on your fantasy team? And of I, and I, I can say it tongue in cheek because just undefeated in our ESPN league and our other league. You're I'm tied. Vikings are your ass. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I beat uh, I beat beat down Jimmy Hughes today to take over first place in our league. Is that right? Yeah, good for you. Um, but I mean, Dalvin Cook. I mean, you can't you can't do anything now. But Dalvin Cook sucks right now. You see how bad he is with the Jets. I dude, got him I got on my it. team. I got it. Sucks. He's terrible. But they should have tried to figure out a way to get him back from the Jets and give him a conditional seventh-round pick. Right? Oh, shit. I don't even know what to say. Dude, they're terrible, and you're and you're seeing it. Your guy Brandon Staley Awful. stinks. How did they not fire him? Dude, right? I mean, Frank Reich gets blown out today, which is great. Panthers, co- Panthers owner, by the way, is the biggest psycho in all the sports. He's George Steinbrenner. He, dude, he, I think he's worse. It's like four coaches in two years. Yeah. And so he just bought the team. He's a maniac. Dude, how did, how can you go there? I mean, that rules like who are you fucking telling? Yeah. Well, and then you 
Yeah, you take Bryce Young over Stroud, and Bryce Young, I'm sure, will be fine. It's hard to tell. He has nothing it, around him. I mean, but, I, I, before I rip the shit out of that kid, you, no, you know I'm not going to rip him. I, dude, I always tell people, Troy Aikman, 1-15 is rookie yeah. year. You and he didn't win that game. That was Steve Walsh won that game. That's funny. Um, but, yeah, you're seeing it right now. So it tells me, like, the Raiders are going to have to make some decisions. Yep. The Vikes are going to have to make some decisions. And and you find out right now, so uh, Chargers. It's, it's embarrassing when the Chargers' best player is Cleo Mack. I mean, yeah. seriously, he was the best player last night. That fucking team. I mean, dude, you see the stats on Justin Herbert. Right? We like him. Dude, he's a five hundred quarterback. Five hundred quarterback. Guy's six six. Gets more passes knocked down than anybody. It's unbelievable. Austin Eckler doesn't fucking try. Joey Bosa is up in the box eating raisin bran. Yeah. I thought it was bad when the LT in the playoffs sat on the bench with his fucking dark yeah. shield and his jacket. Yeah. And fucking didn't help out whoever was in the game. Bose is up in the box. You serious? Dude. A fucking joke. This organization's yeah. a joke. Man. Dude, it's a rack. And so you're seeing it. And yeah, man. I mean, NFL college football, you mentioned it on Saturday was great. Yeah. Uh, uh, unbelievable. I mean, if you're Ryan Day, holy cow, right? Holy cow. I mean, I mean, 40 and 0 yep. Yep. against every other team in the Big Ten and 41 and 3 when you figure in Michigan. Crazy. All right. So this is where it caught. Now let me ask you do you like chaos in this thing? Because yeah. in a week, the shit's going to hit the fan. Because yeah. next year it goes to eight teams, right? In yeah. the playoffs. They fucked it by one year. Yeah. Because there are eight teams that might have an argument of yeah. why they should be in. And so we'll just. I think it's going to be great. If you play the game. Alabama beats Georgia, and Georgia's been ranked number one for three years. Yeah. Alabama probably still doesn't fucking get in. Right. Even though that's the best win of all, the entire college football season. Yeah. Georgia probably stays in the top four. Yeah, they play They play weekend? Alabama in the SEC championship game. Is that Saturday? Saturday, oh. 1 o'clock. <laughs> but if Alabama wins, you have complete chaos. Yeah. Because Texas goes, hey, wait a second. We beat Alabama. Yeah. And we have one loss, too. Oregon yep. beats Washington. Wait a second. We both beat each other. We both have one loss. Oh, boy. Right? Yep. Michigan, everyone's like, well, they're in, but they might have cheated. What if you get right. the national championship to a team you have to take it away from? Oh. Ohio State has one loss. I mean, dude. Oh, it, it, so it, good. You're going to have eight teams. If Alabama wins, you're going to have yeah. eight teams that are going to go. And have a legit shot. Legitimate argument to go, what the fuck? And Alabama's going to wait. We're the SEC champ, and we aren't in, the, in there, and Georgia's in? Incredible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking nuts. So, uh, but, but they blew it. They fucking, uh, they fucking blew it. It's, it's something else, man. But if you like chaos, this is it. I listen to Kirk Herbstreet's schedule. You're a schedule guy. Yeah. So this week. Okay. Okay. Thursday night, he has to do Seattle, Dallas. Okay. Flies from, I think Dallas to Las Vegas Friday to do, uh, Washington, Oregon. Okay. Okay. Yep. As soon as that game's over, he flies to Atlanta to do game day in the morning and then calls the calls the Alabama and Georgia game. Dude. It's a crazy ass schedule, dude, isn't it? Dude, it was like uh Kevin Harlan. Yeah. Because Kevin Harlan yesterday did the Raider game. Yeah. Then tonight he's in Minnesota. I was listening to it. And then I think tomorrow he's got an NBA game for TNT, right? Amazing. Like Chris Collinsworth worked Thursday and had to take last night off. Okay, what was the deal with that? Yeah, I hope again. I hope he just took the day off. It's yeah. not a family thing. No, I just took the day. Because Jason Garrett was the worst I think oh, I've ever so heard. So bad. And he I'm not a Tariko fan. Did you sound like Josh? You yeah. and I both know because Tariq. Well, privately, Tariko is a dirtbag. 
Yeah. You know, there's some shit yeah. in his past. He's a dirtbag. But Jason Garrett laughed at the end of every sentence. Did you catch that? So nervous. So bad. I was thinking, this is the last guy on the planet that uses a right. comb to comb his hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a fucking guy. I, but, I mean, they tried Dungy. He was no good. Yeah. I, I guess Rodney, they must not feel comfortable. I love Rodney. I do, too. Um, but they Rodney had. looks angry all the time. Dude, honestly, the guy probably would have pulled up there with Tariqa would have been Chris Sims. You know what? Probably would have worked better. Yeah. Would have, yeah I Jason mean, Garrett was terrible. Yeah. That was, I just try to find different ways for him to It was work. a weird game, man. The refereeing was really bad. Yeah. The oh, production yeah. wasn't great. It was it wasn't it wasn't good all the way around. You kind of expect more from the NFL. I don't know. They maybe because they just spoiled us that they do everything so well. But now the NFL gets pretty good. Yeah. Because there's a lot of questions about a lot of teams, right? Yep. A lot of them. No I mean. real clear cut dominating team. I mean, <sighs> Buffalo looked pretty good all of a sudden. They, they did. come back. Detroit's been pretty fun to watch. Yep. Dallas, all of a sudden, has kind of found their way, and they've become pretty fun to watch. Uh, the Niners, all of a sudden, don't quite seem as invincible. They're fine. The Niners oh. and Eagles are like, they're the, the cream Eagles of the crop, are right? pretty. Eagles are yeah. pretty, wow. Yeah, that was great. It's, uh, I mean. The, NFL's, the NFL is, is exciting. You know what's funny is uh, he called me a dirtbag fan, but there are like four teams I follow on a weekly basis. Yeah. Okay. Not like Jeff doesn't see, see me wearing the gear of the team that wins, but like, a you know, for every, there's a reason for everything. My dad was a tight season ticket holder, yeah. Rams, uh, Raiders doing the Chargers show. None of those four teams are going to make the playoffs. No. <laughs> like thoughts are yeah. in my favor, right? That somebody mm-hmm. gets in. None of them are getting in. That's yeah. just the way it goes. But if you were a betting guy right now, you'd have put a hundred dollars down on one team to win it all. Who would you pick? Philadelphia. Really? I think I'd go Niners. Dude, I'm not. I'm not sold. I mean, McCaffrey, yeah. and I guess now with that defense, right? Yeah. But there's something there that just doesn't. Dude, they just don't quite click every week. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think the issue is? On, I don't uh, know. I mean, the defense is awesome. Look at the wide receivers. You got yeah. McCaffrey. You got Kittle. Got is it Purdy? Purdy's playing great. He's doing really well. Had a perfect quarterback rating two weeks ago. Ah, shit. Okay. Pretty strong. Can't be any better than that. I don't know, man, but I, I Philadelphia, Philadelphia to me, I, I mean, Jalen, holy shit. Can you see right? that city, though? Philadelphia losing it just like Philadelphia. They're just in that rut where they finish in second or third place every year, like in every sport. I know, but, man, with DeAndre. Phillies let you down. Eagles let you down last year. Yeah. Eagles do it again this year. You got strength at wide receiver. <laughs> I mean, the defense is good. <laughs> I don't know, man. I uh, And then out of the AFC. The Chiefs drive me crazy. They just find a way to win. Yeah, but I... I Shit, I don't know. I mean, you you kind of want to lean on Baltimore, right? But I don't know how far Baltimore is going to go. Good point. Uh, Lost Mark Andrews, dude, right? Yep. And and uh, running back J.K. Dobbins, right? <laughs> no, but I mean, you. Yeah. I mean, I get it. They lost him in like yeah. week two. Yeah, they always lose him. Yeah, they lose him every year. Oh, Miami. Miami's yeah. probably the team. But Miami yeah. hasn't hasn't beaten a team with a winning record. And Denver all of a sudden has won five straight. Dude, how about that? Sean Payton's got his shit together. Russell yeah. Wilson gets his shit together. Yeah, Kansas City. I, it, it's exciting. You just we just named a lot of teams. It shows you why it's worth watching this league. 
it's just Miami. The speed that they have on offense is so scary. Yeah, Miami is my favorite team to watch. Yeah, and and going from there. So, I don't know, man, it'll be good. And then, I mean, you got Aztec football. Got to name a new head coach. Thank you, Nick Canepa. Yeah, yeah, that's right. How about that? That's right. How did he find out? Do you see it on Twitter? Did you put it on Twitter? Uh, I know he's not listening to this dumb show anymore. Oh, Nick? <laughs> yeah, Nick. Oh, yeah, I put it on okay. Twitter. There you go. Yeah. Well, I knew he, that would click with him because he loves USC. Yes, he does. Did he call Rick Smith about it? About I don't choice? know if he called him or Tommy Nettles. <laughs> uh, I don't know who he called, but I appreciate the shout out in the paper yesterday. More goddamn people texted me about that mention in Nick's. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But uh, this is what I was going to bring up. Did you hear Bradley Cooper today on Stern? No, I didn't. Not yet. It's so good. So Bradley Cooper's on because he's got it's a, a new, new one. Cool. Yeah, I'm Brandon, a Bradley Cooper fan. Because he's talking about um, the movie Maestro. Okay. Leonard Bernstein, very similar to what he said. So it took him four years to get Stars Born put together. Wow. And it took him uh, six years to get this thing put together. And Stern said to him, hey, have you read the reviews? And he goes, no. I don't, I don't read reviews. There's no benefit to it. It doesn't help yeah. you in anything you do creatively. All it does is impact your ego one way or the other. And Stern said, ah, oh, man, you know, I used to read everything. I would do everything, the whole deal. So, Dave, I, I'm listening to that. And we interact with people on social media. But honestly, I've muted so many people just because... Dude, it just wears you out. Yeah. They're just, there's no even fun to it. They're just kind of a drag. And and I I can't say this in a nice way, so I'll just say it. I don't care what they think. Yeah. Nothing in their life interests me. I, I don't care. There's nothing about them that, that's interesting to me. And so if you're like, yeah, I've sent them a lot of notes. Hello. <laughs> Take the hint. Oh, my God. Sorry, dude. Take the hint. Yeah, it's like, funny. Dude, I don't disagree with you. Some of it. Hey, listen, man. I get that you're the most important yeah. person in your parents' life. You're not in my life. Yeah. I don't care. And for a lot of you, I find you boring. I find you tired. You couldn't do this. And so you just, you hate everything. You're miserable and whatever. My number one thing to mute someone right now is a fake baseball story. If you do one, yeah. you're gone forever. So I said... Let me go and just type in the podcast. Does anybody say anything? So on Apple, yeah, there were a bunch of reviews. Now, some of them are variety of years old. And a lot of them were really nice. And then a guy just ripped us about a paragraph and a half. Oh, wow. And I read it. And I mean, you can't really reply, but I know what he was saying. And his biggest complaint yeah. was too much swearing on the show. Okay. No, I'm just going to yeah, say. No, no problem. He, he wrote, yeah. and he wrote it very, very well. And he said, I love these guys. They were, in my opinion, better when they were structured on terrestrial radio because they didn't have to use the language. They had to tighten it up in the content. And when you listen to it and there's F-bombs everywhere the whole way, and I read it and I go, you know what, man? That's fair. 
I yeah, get it. That is a fair criticism. But I would also say if words hurt. Huh? <laughs> if words still hurt you, I don't know what to tell you. I no, but I get it, Dave. Yeah. But we this show, dude, the Bernie show. My God, my God, <laughs> I got it. I get it. And there's times. I would also say to that gentleman, yeah. respectfully, I, I hear it. I thought it was fair, the whole deal. Who we are and what we've been through since terrestrial radio, uh, it's a completely different show. It is. It, it's a, in my opinion, it's a better show. I agree with that. For anybody that tries to say, uh, oh, well, they used to be on the radio. You don't know what it's like to sit in this chair. I would do this every day over having to sit in the extra 1360 studio. There's not one part of sitting in that studio that I miss. I do miss, like, today, Dave, this name will mean nothing to anybody except for people lucky enough to work in that building. Bill Thompson. Bill Thompson, did you see Scotty Rice on Facebook? Did not. Bill Thompson was our engineer. And the engineers, for whatever reason, were always very nice to this show. Yeah, I don't and, know why. And Bill passed away over the weekend. Oh, really? And it made me sad because he was always a nice guy. And uh, and there were a lot of people, whether it was the other on-air people, right? But there's not one part of that that I miss because just being able to come in with Dave to hang out and do this. But when you lose people close to us, as Dave and I both have to suicide, Dave lost his son. When you've been through different things that we've been through, Guess what? The filter goes away because yes. you don't, your life isn't the same. And for a lot of you, you've been very, very nice to roll with us and allow us to be who we are. This is 100% who we are. Absolutely. And I, I don't, I, Dave, when you hear it back, I, dude, the idea that Geekster <laughs> and Laura's mom hear these things, I cringe. Yeah. Geekster, I, I do cringe. I cringe. Laura's mom, not so much. I do. I've heard Laura talk. She's used to it. Well, yeah. But I thought that was good. Okay, so that was the first one. Okay. And the guy who ripped us, I go, hey, man, I hear you, brother. I'll, I'll try to be better. Did you were able to write something? No, right? no, Nothing no. At all. I, I did, but I was like, this is fair. So then the next one I went to, there's a Reddit thread okay. about what you said during the Bernie show about a Tatis yeah. story yeah that thing took off so i don't know how much if you want to say any more i didn't i don't have any idea what gonna, this story is i'm not gonna break that story it's not my story to tell um all i'll say about tatis for anyone who's freaking out it has nothing to do with peds okay to, yeah. to, to be fair to anyone that might be freaking there's another PED story coming i know if it is peds that that he has and going on right now i have no idea that's not for me uh, the other story is more of a personal story that I think will come out. Um, but I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to tell his, his story. It's not even, it's not a fun story. It's not, yeah. it's nothing that benefits the Dodgers. It's nothing like that. Right. It's so not I'm, necessarily I'm not baseball related, but I, I believe it's the only way it's baseball related is that it could be a distraction. That's all I'm going to say, but it's a, it's a big, it's a big deal. Now that thread. Yeah. I found very, very entertaining because there's about, Oh, dude. It, it 25 went, comments on there. Yeah, it got kind of hot. And then even someone on KGB ripped the fuck out of me. And I was like, I don't even know who that guy is. 
Nobody knows anybody yeah, on KGB. Some, trust me. Yeah, they're, someone came to me. Hey, whoever hosts KGB at one o'clock, he took a shot at you. And I was like, dude, I don't even know who the fuck that is. And oh, I worked in that building. No, nobody's listened to KGB. Yeah. Those days are over. Pat Martin's not walking through. <laughs> Jim McGinnis isn't walking through that door. But you know what's funny? Before you move on, everyone yeah. who asked me about Tatis, like people that I know, yeah, they all guessed the, the story. Yeah. And they were 100% right. Yeah, They all it, guessed it perfectly. So the Dow one's pretty funny because yeah. you go through... And a lot of them are just, shut up, Dave. Dave's a dick. I love that. Dave's an ass. Well, that's what I thought. Read yeah. it. I'm like, uh, I like Jeff. Yeah, yeah. He, can, he can make the phone book entertaining. Dave's a puss. That's fine. I love it. It's right yeah. up my alley. Yeah, it was very funny. So, anyways, it went. <laughs> fuck you, Dave. Fuck I love you, it. Dave, you asshole. You Dodger lover. All this stupid thing. That's good. But it, uh. Yeah, it was very, very fun. But I, a lot of people were really, really nice and said that they appreciate the podcast more. I, I'm just going to tell you. Uh, yeah. And for anybody that thinks the idea that, hey, they're not on the radio anymore. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, we uh, haven't applied for one job. No, but I'm very happy for all the guys yeah. that are doing it right now. I heard somebody, they were talking about... What industry were they in? They were talking about in, in, oh, I know what it was. It was the Tom Brady, Tom Brady and Alex Smith. They were talking about it on yeah. ESPN. And they were talking about, Dave, their era of NFL versus the current era, right? And you get into that trap. And, dude, for the guys that are working right now, I, dude, I hope they're having a blast. I hope they get to do everything because when we went into KFMB, I felt like that was really great. But I bet the guys that had been there, Larry Himmel and Frank and Sniff and, oh, yeah. and all those guys that had been part of the old school B100 and old school KFMB, when, dude, chicks were in, and Himmel used to tell stories about it just being crazy yeah. at KGB and at KFMB. When we thought the era that we were in in the 90s were pretty fun, they're like, dude, it's fine, but you should have been here in the 70s and 80s. And they were fine. Yeah. They weren't, like, ripping our stuff. But I just I can't think of anything more douchey than then saying anybody that that's either on AM or FM right now, oh well you you didn't you didn't work when <laughs> we had the chance to. We were lucky. I love the people that I worked with, but now let those guys have their fun. I honestly felt when we were at KFM because we were so young that I think we did make some people nervous or we weren't as they would say, your typical radio broadcasters. You know what I mean? There was personality involved. And that was yeah. literally what KFMB's uh, slogan remember that it was it was yeah. talk with personality yeah and you know what ted had personality you know but and ted embraced us for some reason but ted ted embraced ted us but i think there are a lot of people that were going that's not the way broadcasting is and and i'd have people say that to me when i'd go do padre games at night yeah. you know in the press box well that's yeah. not broadcasting but you know who else heard that and i'm not comparing us to him Fucking Howard Stern heard that his whole career. That's not how it's done. Well, guess what? It's better the way Stern does it. Hardest, hardest advice you ever hear is just be yourself. Because nobody, right. nobody believes 
in the confidence that, yeah, I can just be myself. Like, I'll, I'll say this, and you want to be careful how you do it. Dude, there's no doubt Jim Rome was a trailblazer in what he did. Yeah. But nothing's changed. No. His, like, you got to change with the times. Is, yeah, they've clone, literally, they're clones. The show that you heard in 98 is the same show that exactly you're in right. 2023. Exactly right. And you go, okay, well, so what? It, no. Because Dave just said Stern. The Stern show in 98 would be completely different than the show in 2023. Yep. And for me, I like the current show. He's like, evolved. Right. Yeah. The Saw show. What Saw did in 88 hadn't changed in 2008. And that was the end of the road. It was. And whether Lee was willing to change or not change, but he, Dave's always joked about it. There's no way every news story breaks consistently every day at 3.20 in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. And then when the show started at 4, all of a sudden it was breaking up 4.20 in the It's afternoon. crazy. Yeah. Everybody held stories. <laughs> uh, and so you have to change. And the other thing is the show that we did in 98 is completely different yeah. than the show we did oh, yeah. at ESPN 800. It's completely different than the show we did at Free FM. It's completely different than the show we did for Fox Sports Radio. Yep. And uh, and it's a hundred percent different than this one. And for me, just I don't I don't know that that people necessarily got it, but the people that got this and were great were industry people. Yes. The other people that knew what it meant to turn the mic on were nice enough and encouraged us keep being yourself. And then I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. It was fun. I had an aunt who uh, who died at just last year, 96 years old. But mm. she was her head was 100% there. Body broke down, head was there. And, and when you talk to her, she listened to the show. She complained yeah. about the cussing, too. Of course. But she always dropped the line you just said. She said, be, yeah. be yourself. Everyone else is already but taken. Jack Christie. You know? My son said to me the other day, how'd you start? And I said, I thought I'd produce forever. I was producing for Hank and Kevin. Dude, that's the worst job in the world. No shit. And especially when you had two guys, two alphas like that, dude, you just, you could never get a moment off. And uh, Mark Jagger and and Christy Jagger yep. insisted every day I come down and do sports with them. And I'd never really been on the air. And I went down and did it with them. That was like 96, 97. And those guys just made it so great for me. Dude, I'll be indebted to those guys forever. I love those two. How long do you think they go? It's incredible, man. Yeah. It's really incredible. Dave, I, I tell you, I just, on on personal level for what those two mean to me, and, and I know you feel the same way, but I mean, for me, really, yeah. they, they're they the reason that I'm able to do this today. Dude, I hope they go 30 years. They're the, yeah. they're the I, coolest. I mean, I'm not telling them to retire. I'm just saying... You know, yeah. you don't see too many people in radio who retire. They call even Stern's, you know, right. almost 70. Yeah. And he's he like Stern will be 70 in January. Wow. And, he, yeah. and you know what? He's he's it's one of those things where, you know, he's he always says, I well, if I quit, all these people lose their jobs. Yeah. But Stern has almost a billion dollars. I I mean, I started at a station called KCLX. I was on yeah. KSDO. Working with Roger Hedgecock. Yeah. Roger's an apple farmer in Julian. Is that right? I learned that on the Sully show. Oh, there you go. 
Dude, he, he went. Hey, Eddie's going to be on this week. I just saw. Ah. Papani. Hey, that's good. Tune in. I love I love Papani. He hasn't been on three weeks. Um, It's great. Mark Mathis on with him? I don't think Mark Mathis is coming on. I don't know who's on. I just saw Eddie's coming on. That's good. Um, KSDO was fine. Yeah. Like, really, really good, talented people. But I always wanted to be on the FM. And I was thinking about these guys the other day because the morning guys were rumbling thrower. They were fine. They, they were pretty. What station was this? KCLX, 102.9. Rumble and thrower. Yeah, Rick Rumble okay. and, and Scott Thrower. Sure. Um, not bad, guys. Not not bad. How the They're, fuck they come up with those radio names? Dude, right? That's ridiculous. Uh, Mike Dale was their news guy. Mike Dale is awesome. Another fake name. I love Mike Dale. Yeah. Yeah, great, though. Insanely talented. But then, from there, they went to Cole Lewis. Yes. So, I love Cole. Then nicest it was person on the planet. Huh? Nicest person on the planet. 100% Even nicer agree. than Martinez. 100% agree. Uh, then it was rock and roll Sudelaney, <laughs> who passed away a couple of years ago, unfortunately. My friend John Leslie, who I loved, yep. passed away. Did but you ever have anyone ask you what name are you going to use? No. I, uh, right when I first started on radio, they asked me, what name are you changing your name to? Dude, I'll tell you the two guys. What were we going to be? Dynamite Dave? <laughs> No, I never once thought I was going to change my name. I just thought it was ridiculous. Dude, you could have just been Dave D. Think about it. How many guys in radio back in the day, those weren't their real names? So it's not like Rick Dees, oh. his real name was Rick Dees. No. Um, so Jeff Detro and Jerry, Jeff was Jeff Elliott. Yeah. And Jerry St. James. Yeah. And Jerry Cizak. And then eventually they were like, yeah. Fuck it. Hey, dude, I grew up in this town. Yeah. I can't change that. I've been dead. <laughs> but the two guys, Dave, that were so good to me, John D, uh, uh, John Leslie, but then our night guy was a guy named Charlie Weaver. Dude, Charlie Weaver, maybe the greatest FM jock to come through this town, in my opinion. And I know right now people are like, who? Yeah, I'm dude, going who? Dude, he was so good. And then the overnight guy. like Okay, when he, now that you talk for a living, though. Yeah. When you hear guys play music on their shift, don't you think it's stealing money? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. different. But but John Leslie, these guys right here, and we mentioned Co and Sue. But what we had in the afternoon when John went three to seven, yeah. then Charlie Weaver came in and did seven to midnight. Dude, so good. And then uh, from midnight to 5 a.m. was a dude named John Dion. And John Dion was another guy that I'm telling you, Dave, if okay, I heard their tapes right now, I, I would I would swear I'd feel the same way. Okay. Is it did you feel that way that they were so great or just that your life was so great at the time and they're just part of your memories? No, I remember listening to them and thinking because my dream was always to be on the FM. I really? that's where I wanted to work. At I wanted to work at KCLX. What kind of music was it? Classic rock. Okay. Yeah, because I couldn't do the Quiet Storm like my man yeah. Slow Jam and Kevin James, who I love. Another guy who's been really nice to us. But you wanted to like introduce songs. Yeah, like, here's Queen. Whatever. Yeah, just do that, and that's what I got into it for to go over there. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I never do that. Yeah, that that's you what... wanted to be an FM jock. Yeah, 
Uh, dude, I, I would have done. Fuck, dude. You would have been good at it. Yeah, but where do you go? I, mean, I don't think you need a Rick D fucking come up with a bullshit song like Disco Duck and fucking count backwards from 40. You're going to be it, fine. As much as I loved that, the greatest. See, these guys right now. That's funny as shit. I but, had no idea. I've known you all this long. I had no idea you wanted to be an FM DJ. Dude, I'm telling you, the guys right now that have absolutely no idea. Yeah. Ben and Woods have no idea. Uh Who's ever on 760? No, no idea. idea about what? I'll tell you. Okay. Darren, no idea. Absolutely, they have no idea. Tony and Chris, John and Jim, they have yeah. no idea. To me, the absolute, that was a great play. The absolute <laughs> most fun you can have in talk radio is hosting the night show and having the ability to open the phones up yeah. and being on the air. I agree with that. From 8 to 9 to 9 to 10. That's what Ben Maller won't leave. 10 to 11. He loves Dude, talking to his truck drivers. Because in the morning, yeah. you got to deal with the sales staff. You got to shut down for Kelly Danik. You got to shut down for everything. Yeah. And when you and I were doing the night show, KFMB from San Diego to San Francisco, Ian Rose on news, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, but having Drinking Mountain Dew, eating shitty food out of the vending machine. Yeah. Yeah. Big Texas cinnamon rolls. Remember I just bring a bag of quarters? Yeah. (laughs) But, dude, when we would go in, and it's 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And we were doing anything we wanted to do. And you're looking, and it's Santa Barbara, it's San Francisco, it's L.A., it's Orange County. And, dude, these guys had been out having a few drinks. And... It was wild. And that's where, I wonder if you feel the same. That's where we learned how to do it. Because you yeah. had to be able to work on your toes really quickly. It's yes. not the Kevin and LaMesas that are just calling with the same tired opinion day in, day out. When you got people that are calling at night and are, are loosened up a bit, that that's my favorite thing that we've ever done. And I think all those guys that I just said, I think all those guys would, if they had the chance to do it, would say, "Oh, this is a completely different game. It's so much fun." It's it's different. Um, you know, it's it's funny, man. Doing radio was was a good time. Um, I, I don't think about it a ton. Uh, I mean, I think about it, I think about working with you. That's about it. I don't yeah. I don't think about uh, a, a lot, even a lot of the guys, which I, I'm probably embarrassed to say, but I don't know how often they think of me either. So. But going back to what you said at the very beginning of the show, when I turn the radio on, I want information on what I'm interested in. What I'm interested in right now is the hot stove talk. Yeah. And I don't understand why. Look, should we should be every Jeff, day. Jeff and I just talked NFL for a little bit, college football for a little bit. It should be all baseball locally every for day. me right now. Yeah, just feed off the Padres. In, there's nothing in the Union Tribune. Yeah. Paper sucks. Very frustrating. And that's one thing is 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 they see on vacation? Like, how are you on vacation right now? How are you not writing every right? day? How are you not every day just grinding, trying to figure out what teams are? I'm with hearing? you. I'm with you. That's one reason honestly I, I say I listen to Coach. Because at least yeah. he, he dude, Coach never repeats an interview. Yeah. He doesn't go, Hey, we played this at ten o'clock, we're gonna play it again. He doesn't do it by no. himself. But he's talking Padres almost every segment. Once in a while, throwing some Aztec shit. Guess what? I change it. Yeah. And you know what I mean? He, he talks a little high school sports most of the time. Nothing against uh, John Maffey, but I'll change it. Yeah. And then I, I'll sit there and go, I'm waiting for a Padre talk. And right. so the guys who, who, and I know there's just a lot of fucking around, and I sound like an old man right now, 
But for me, I can't get enough Padres. And guess who else can't get enough Padres? Padre fans. Right. And they sold out that ballpark like crazy this year. Right. And what's going on? So if you're a sports fan, that's that's what that's the story. Dude, it should be every day. But the thing is, and and you can say whatever you want, because it does feel a little bit like the old man on the lawn. It was a completely different game here when it wasn't AC on the beat or Dennis Lynn yeah. on the beat or Jeff Sanders on the beat. Because honestly, those guys aren't they're not turning over any rocks. No. You said it last week. I didn't really think about it until I left here. Literally nobody had that Adrian interviewed for, for the manager job. It was and, the top three. Right. And you can look back, and I know everybody that, that's got your quick opinion. And look, man, he may have lost a little something off the fastball. But there was a time Bob Nightingale was on the beat here. Scott Miller was on the beat. Kevin Kernan was on the beat. Phil Collier was on the beat. Those dudes every day were turning over rocks, telling yep. you this is the guy they're looking at. And, and I mentioned it. I get that Preller uh, keeps everything very close to his vest. Somebody somewhere knows something, and it's your job to figure out who knows it and how'd you get it. Your job should be making Preller go, how did he get that? How does he know that? And instead, it's just same old routine every day. You're the only game in town. Nobody gives a shit about the Aztecs. They're going to screw up that higher. Of course. MLS 25 is just that. It's 25. There's nothing going on. Dude, every day it should be who's on the coaching staff, right? Yep. Who's going to play first base? Why'd Cronenworth suck? What's the injury report on Musgrove? What's the injury report on Darvish? How do you get rid of Grisham? How do you get rid of Grisham? Who are some of these young arms that may actually have the opportunity? Is there anybody yep. that could be a five? Because if you have anybody that could be a five, now all of a sudden you went from needing three starters to two. Yeah. Is there anybody that could be a four and a five? Now all of a sudden you need really one guy, and then maybe you've got those guys at four and five. And then maybe there's a couple of guys that are technically your six and seven because of inning limits and injuries. Man, you don't see anything. Nothing. You're right. And and the idea that the beat writers on vacation on vacation, please. Vacation from what? <laughs> so we'll see. We'll talk baseball. Later. Oh my gosh, that is that's, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Hey, when I mentioned Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools, man, the weather is absolutely outstanding. God, it's up to about 330 days out of the year. Taylor May Pools right now can build the perfect pool for you. You just have to decide what design you want. Let uh, Alan show you the 3D designs and show you what it's going to look like before he even starts building. Ask about available financing as well. Taylor May Pool, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. I'll tell you what, man. Every now and then, people get grandfathered into the celebrity pool. Yeah. Raquel Welch got grandfathered in. She did. Victoria Principal grandfathered in because she's a legend. How about that Dolly Parton the other day, huh? As the late, great Dick Enberg would have said, hubba, hubba. My God. <laughs> Dolly Parton. It should have been just a no-brainer, but hey, sometimes the best answer is right there in front of you, and you it's just for forget. her, huh? Dude, she looked great. Plus, she was so great on Stern. She was. I couldn't believe Stern got her. Dude, she was great. 
That's our celebrity poll. Dave like mentioned it. it. Uh, one of the rare days I got out today at about 1 o'clock, I was up in L.A. throughout the weekend. Man, the weather's been absolutely perfect. And then at night, ooh, got that chill. But maybe that, you know what it's time for, Dave? The Dolly Grotto. <laughs> get that grotto. You go in there, you hang out a little bit. You find a way to sneak out. You get that smoking jacket. I guarantee you, half in his grotto. You think Jimmy Kahn? Was ever cold walking back to the mansion? There's not a chance. No. Huh? You think Dean Martin Jr. going back there was cold? No. You say to Alan, build the grotto, build the dolly pool, but somewhere in here I'm going to need about six hooks. You got it. Bang, 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 done. All of it's going to be perfect. We're going to turn the calendar. We just told you it's Dave and I's favorite game to say, God dang, can you believe it's already... In a couple of weeks, we're going to say, can you believe it's already 2024? There it is. And it's all coming. But once that calendar turns, then we're on the uh, the sprint to the spring, and you better have that pool built. I'm just telling you, okay? You better have it built. I'm not putting up with any of your bullshit. Get the pool built, and we'll come over and do a live show there. All right, Kyle Fluke is your guy. Look, when it comes to websites, especially this time of the year, you want to make sure everything is working correctly. I tell you, I almost finished my Christmas shopping. Today, I bought it, the biggest Christmas gift I've ever bought in my life. Can't tell you what it is right now on, on the microphone. Who'd you buy it for? My wife. Nice. She deserves it for putting up with you. She's going to be absolutely shocked. But look, again, Kyle Fluger's your guy. Make sure your website's working right. If you're looking to build a website, he's your guy as well. Don't forget, his company is mithralmedia.io. 10% discount off for his services. If you tell him Dave and Jeff sent you, again, his phone number six one nine five hundred. 6621-619-500-6621. You know what would be cool? And I don't know if anybody has it, Dave. Would it be, um, would it work? So as we're doing the show, I just got a text. I think you're on it too, from Laura yeah. and from Erica. And Laura said that she is going through and she's going through her vinyl. And one of the things that she has is 19, 1984, National League champion, sound success, music of a winning season. Now, I think the KFMB album. Yeah. And it's probably a lot of Glenn Erath stuff on there. Glenn was wow. a good dude. Like you. So used to. So soon. But I wonder if there's calls on there, the audio calls. Because I wonder if the You've chair- never heard it? You've never oh, heard dude. it? Dude. I literally there have is. this album. In, you do? In plastic, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I got it. Probably, probably stole, stole it. Probably it. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if the Dave Campbell call from when he says they're tearing Sutcliffe apart, it's the all time greatest call in Padre history. It was so good. But like, if you had a website and you put all those old audio calls up for particular favorite teams, you think it would work? Yeah, I think so. It'd be I think you cool, can find right? a lot of stuff on YouTube right now. I know you look for it, but you can't necessarily find it. But so many of our friends have had success with Kyle building their website and uh, he can, you can be the next one in line. Just give him a call, mention the show. You get 10% off, as Dave mentioned. There you go. Very simple. Hey, want to mention uh, right here, we're going to go through. I tell you what, we'll just jump right to uh, celebrity birthdays and how much uh, they're worth. Okay. All right, here we go. I can't see a goddamn thing. Anna Nicole Smith. Uh, died in 07, right? Died. <sighs> when we were at Free FM. Yeah, died in 07 is right. That was a big deal. We talked to Lana and Nicole Smith. We did. This is November 28th, by the way, it's birthdays. Okay, I'm going to say she would have been uh, 52. 56. Really? Yep. Uh, $4 million. $1.8 million. 
Uh, I don't remember chasing that money. Yeah. Crazy. You think she ever banged that old man? Yeah. 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 She gave it up uh, one time. I don't know. That guy was old in the dirt. God I, damn, he was. George least, Burns was like, that dude's yeah, old. At least handy. All right, here we go. John Stewart. John Stewart. Uh, say 61. Exactly right. Say 80 million. $120 million. Nice. Randy Newman. Dude, this guy, he kind of grew on me as life yeah. went on. Uh, Was it because of uh, Toy Story? Yeah. 78 million, uh, 78. 80 years old. 80 years old. Um, dude, Thinking about a, running for president. I'm just joking. Made That's a enough. ton of money from those movies. I'm going to say 40 million. 50 million dollars. Okay. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. Written by Josh. Is there a game show that you think you'd clean up on? <laughs> Dude, the game show that I need to create is, is, well, hang on. Let me see. Is there a game show that I would clean up on? I'm going to say no. There's not. Because I think when you're sitting here in the garage, it's really, really easy. It is. And you go on there, as so many people have yep. said... Right, I can't think of anything worse than doing the fast money for Family Feud, where you got 15 seconds to try to answer those questions, yeah. dude. The everything's going on. You yeah. got. I would just be. It'd be sensory overload. I'm gonna say absolutely not. I'm with you. I wouldn't clean up on any of them. I'm the worst Wheel of Fortune player ever. Yeah, terrible. I'm better at Jeopardy than I am Wheel of Fortune. I cannot put a goddamn sentence together at all on Wheel of Fortune. I, I know your wife's good at it or your yeah. wife's good at it. My sister used to be outstanding. I could sit in the room going, how the fuck do you see it? Like, yeah. I just don't see it. Price is right. It'd be terrible. Yeah. That guy'd go right over the cliff. Dude, I don't, <laughs> I don't even go to the store anymore. I don't no. know what the fuck things cost. Dude, right. Because it's always like, how much for Chipotle mayonnaise? What? $11? <laughs> Uh, the one I would have been good at, Joker, Joker, and a triple. But I don't remember what any of the categories were. What was the one where you didn't have to do shit? You just go higher and lower with the cards, remember? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, card sharks. Card sharks. And all, I mean, you had to show all this enthusiasm. Yeah, dude. Jeff, no, we got a king. No, what I'm do you want to do? Yeah, I'm not doing that. Higher, higher. Two thumbs up the whole Match time. Match game, I'd be Fuck. shit at. Trying to figure out what that little drunk Richard Dawson's writing? No, I can't do. I mean, I know they got the new one. Password, I'd suck at. None of them. None of them. <laughs> password. Dude, $25,000 pyramid? Ah, terrible. Is it still $25,000? Yeah. It's probably 100000 now. Yeah, by now, right? Yeah, none of them. Um, Weakest link? Who wants to be a millionaire? No, none of them. <laughs> none of them is right. All right, here we go. Do you think Jack and Cade will take care of you when you can't take care of yourself. No, I don't think any of it. But I will say this, while they'll leave me on a bus bench in Santee, and I'll just hope that pigeons sit on me and keep me warm at night, uh, they will say that we have, they've lived an interesting childhood. So Saturday, we go to the Kings game. Yeah. Okay. We get out, and I said... Uh, Decayed. Hey, do you want to go visit our friend Erica, who's at Forest Lawn? It's about 10 minutes from here. Cade knew her, loved her. He's like, oh, okay. And I go, Matthew Perry's there now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> you're in these cemeteries. Right. So we went. When they're in therapy, they're going to be bringing up these fucking cemeteries. Right. So we went and we saw uh, Matthew Perry. Oh, my God. Ronnie James Dio. Was there, was there already a thing up for Matthew Perry? The, 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 um, the nameplate's not up, but all the flowers are there. Okay. And he's right by my friend Ronaldo Ray. You saw Friday. Yeah. Remember the scene when the guy gets knocked out by Tiny Lister in the front yard in yeah. Friday and the dad runs back into the car? The dad runs back into the car and drives and leaves his kid there? Yeah. The guy who plays the dad is Ronaldo Ray, who was my dad's probably best friend for 40 years. Ronaldo, it's it's Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. Yeah. About 25 yards in front of them is Ronaldo. So I always got to go see him. And then you go take a right at Ronaldo, and there's Matthew Perry. So we go see Matthew Perry, and I had just read this article that he had the entire 40th floor of a condo called the Century. And it's this crazy building, and he had the entire floor, and it was a 360-degree view. That's cool. So I said to Kate, hey, man, you want to go see, like, where that condo is? Like, that's pretty wild. He goes, yeah. So we go there. We see that. Yeah. And now we go, you want to go to the pier. We're going to go to the Santa Monica Pier. Nice. But I said, you know, it's right next to the pier. What time is this? Eight o'clock. Okay. What's right next to the pier. Yeah. Where Whitey Bulger lived. <laughs> so we go to the Whitey Bulger house. Now we come. Kate's like, you should drive one of those buses. In Dude, LA. I could. Then we go there. And then I said to him, you know what? We can figure it out. And we found Matthew Perry's house. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We hit it all. And so paid our respects. Kate's like, we could jump right over this fence. My kid's as bad as me. I'm like, dude, I'm not getting arrested at Matthew Perry's house. Dude, that'd be crazy. But the weird thing is the final house, the house where he passed away, Dave, just this mellow block in Pacific Palisades, no security gate or nothing, man. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it, we love that guy. Did you, were you a friends guy? I was, but I don't watch any of the reruns. Like I was a fan when it was on, but I never watched a rerun. So I was laughing with Kate and, and telling our friend, not fangirl, my other friend, Laura, this. When we were doing nights, yeah. seven to 10, I had direct TV and my roommate and I would get the East Coast feed of NBC. Yeah. And we watch friends five to 530. Yeah. And I'd get in my car in Lacoste at 530. And traffic was so much different. I could get down to Kearney Mesa in like 35 minutes. Yep. And then we'd do the show. But um, no, man, we liked him so much. We just kind of paid tribute and hung out. So um, no, they won't. They'll be I, like my oh, dad does. Why did you chip. say paid tribute? I know you didn't say a prayer. No. <laughs> You're just a looky-loo. There's a plate paid tribute. <laughs> you take that Jesus back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're like, there it is. And then you go back in the car, pay tribute, my ass. Pretty much. All right. What'd you the, do to pay tribute? I'm not sitting out. I think I'd feel weird doing the Matthew Perry thing. I'm like, this is morbid. Sad. I'm a bad guy, but I don't think I would do that. Yeah. I don't know. I we don't, can take you to a bunch of places. We could take you to OJ. Yeah, I've we, done the OJ thing. We know where. I've done Nicole. the OJ. OJ, LeBron lived down the street from OJ. So went across to LeBron's house. Across the street, house. across Sunset. Yeah. So went to, during uh, COVID, we drove up yeah. there. Yeah. No traffic. We went to OJ's, no. went to LeBron's. 
Yeah. Um, the Menendez boys. <laughs> you know where that is? No, I don't. 722 Elm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You'd go. Jesus. Yeah, they're into it. <laughs> you made them into it. Yeah, probably. Fuck. I don't even know how many kids your age know Sam Cook is. I know. Oh, yeah, we've been there. I know you have. That's why I said it. Ah, oh, that, oh, that hurts. That one hurts. Yeah, that one hurts. All right, next question. What's the best album from the 80s? Well, hang on. Are your kids going to take care of you? Josh? He'll take care yeah. of Rita. Yeah, all I care about is takes care of Rita. I'm going before Rita, so Rita will take care of me. I just want Josh to take care of his mom. He, he will. Rita brings it up all the fucking time. He's never twice. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Best album of the 80s. Dude, that's a good one. Where your Danzig come up? <laughs> uh, the, it's funny, man. Working at the warehouse, we had a couple that were in our rotation. The Appetite for Destruction. That was great. Played a lot. It's a really good call. Beastie Boys played a yeah. lot. Yeah, that was great, too. 5150 played a lot. Uh, what was the Cool J with the boombox on yeah. the front? Yeah, I had that one, too. Right? Well, I had the tape, but never an album, but yeah. Yeah. Um, those were all good. I, I just remember, remember 5150 coming out because people were wondering what it was going to yeah. be like with Sammy Hagar. Yeah. And it was such a different sound. Uh, Slippery When Wet, Bon Jovi was in that rotation a lot. There was. Um, I don't remember any particular stones at that time that were there. I don't know, man. I just remember that those would be the ones that we had in a pretty heavy rotation yeah. that came out. I just, I mean, BC Boys were so much different, right? That Cool J, yep. DMC, like playing all of that in Encinitas, right? And we would just play it on about volume 20 in that store. That sleepy little beach town didn't know what was going on. But um, I liked all those. Do you have one particular favorite? Dude, without a doubt, the one we played the most was NWA Straight Outta Compton. Fuck, we played that shit dude, I, couldn't, that, I, dude. I know, but I couldn't play it in the store. Oh, you sure couldn't? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I couldn't play it in the Could've store. Could have Fuck the Police? Yeah. Dude, what a movie, huh? What a fucking movie. I mean, yeah, incredible. I mean, we probably... Greatest, greatest line ever from a song was in Dope Man. It was, man, I wouldn't touch that bitch, me neither. Girl, go home and watch out your beaver. I mean, dude, that is great writing. <laughs> That's good writing. <laughs> what the hell's going on? It's like, all right, we're done. Dude, I can't tell you the fucking third president of the United States is, but I remember that right. line from Dope Man. Dude, let's get out of here. Jesus. Let's All go right. to Roscoe's. <laughs> let's go to Roscoe's. Here we go. Two more. Okay. Um, who would you like to see? Uh, who would you like to see them make a movie out of? Out of from? I'm sorry. One person in life that you'd like to see them make a movie of? Oh. Oh, that's interesting. I completely butchered that. And I have the glasses on. Um, autobiographical movie? Uh, somebody like somebody they haven't already done. Yeah, I got one off the top of my head. Go, who do you got? Okay, I'll say the name and you tell me if you know who it is. Okay, okay. Rosalind Wyman. Do you know who that name is? Mm -mm. Okay, so Rosalind Wyman was the person who contacted Walter O'Malley 
about moving the team. 22-year-old girl. Oh, wow. Who contacted the team uh, in Brooklyn and said, you should come out to Los Angeles. Jump into a helicopter, fly around, try and pick your spot. Wow. And a 22-year-old congressman. Remember, again, this is a woman in the 50s. Yeah. 22. And he said, yeah. fuck it. You know what? I'll do it. And he, he, she talked him into taking a look at L.A., moved the team from Brooklyn to Los Angeles. She just died a few years ago. Uh, that'd be a, pretty cool. It's a crazy, crazy story. I'm surprised. Honestly, I'm surprised Steven Spielberg hasn't thought of it. I, I'll tell you. Uh, I actually have an answer, and I'm not just okay. saying this. Dude, I would love, I think this town would love it. Because we have a Napoleon complex. Yeah. Sunday night, we told you uh, Matt Coyle's going to be in here. Okay. The main character in Matt's book is a guy named Rick Cahill. So Rick Cahill is a former Santa Barbara cop who leaves. His wife has passed away. There's always a feeling that maybe he was involved and he can't really clear his name. And as the series goes on, he has developed CTE from being a football player, amateur boxer, the whole thing. But the character himself is very, very likable with a little bit of an edge to it. And I think if those things ever got made, we would love it in this city. There used to be a show called Terriers. A couple of you know it, Dave. Yeah. You would really like it. And it takes place, Terriers takes place in uh, OB. And it's cool. Remember, I mean, dude, Simon and Simon, yeah. right? Took place here. But it, because the problem with me is if you make a movie on anybody, they tried to make a movie on Mike Tyson, right? They tried to make a movie on any of these guys. You can't make a movie about the Stones because everything's just going to be so critical, right? The accents or the makeup or anything that you're doing. Um. I mentioned Bradley Cooper did a great interview on Stern and he was talking about the fact that he has a different nose to, to complete the look as the character gets older. Those kind of things that you focus on. But it's a guy in Cahill that is, and it's such an entertaining read that if it took place here in San Diego, I think it would be a really, really successful thing. Now, the question is getting it to the right people that could make it happen. Yeah. But the stories throughout the 10, especially uh, Wrong Light, which takes place in a radio station, so we like that one. And I, I think if it was here in San Diego, because so much of it takes place in La Jolla and PB, man, I think this community, we love that shit. We, yep. We're very proud to be from here. So that's about the only one I can look at and go, yeah, I mean, you're not going to... Any auto... Remember when Marty Sheen played uh jfk you were just like ah because it's the over-the-top boston accent yeah and you're like dude come on i can't take it i'm so critical of so many things that yeah that i like the one you said but I, i'll throw in a, a plug for cahill that'd be one i'd enjoy all right last question uh which celebrity death affected you the most oh man that's a good one um I mean, the Matthew Perry thing was incredibly sad, but uh, probably Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park committing suicide. Really? Yeah, man, that one, that that just was really, really sad. I, I mean, Chris Cornell, yeah, you know, having those guys back to back and really not having been through 
the the grief of losing somebody you love to suicide at that point. Yep. But I remember the Cornell thing. I remember being at work and just the impact that had on everybody. And then Bennington was only, gosh, was even a month later, five weeks later. You know, those, Robin Williams was really yeah. bad. I mean, I, I just think, I think those, when when we lose people that have enriched our lives. Yeah. And then you lose them uh, by their own decision. Incredibly, incredibly difficult. How about for you? Sorry, Russell Westbrook just airballed a free yeah. throw. Um, without a doubt, it's Kobe Bryant. Oh, God, dude. Yeah, For oh. me, it's Kobe. Without a doubt. Oh, that day. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, we're sitting here. Oh, that was that was devastating. Yeah. That, well, I mean, hell, you could have said Tony. You could have said Junior. There's a bunch of them here in this town. The, the Junior one, I mean, Tony, yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, we've got those. Those are, yeah, Tony, terrible. Yeah. Really sad. Junior. I mean, we I mean, we did Monday night football with those guys. Uh well with with Junior. Yep. Tony, I mean, I've told you that story. Dave's told you the stories about him. Yeah, you know what's funny about that, Dave? And and I don't you'll understand what I mean when I when I say this about those guys. I don't look at those guys necessarily as celebrity. I just look at yeah. them as our friends. Yeah. And and I know that so many of you just knew them and loved them from what you saw or maybe what you heard or did whatever. You and I were so incredibly fortunate to know those guys and be friends with both of those guys. Uh, Tony, a little different than Junior, but still, I mean, two yep. years worth of Monday Night Football at the restaurant. Oh, yeah, those were sad days. The Kobe thing, yeah, awful. I'm with you. All right, we'll be back on Wednesday, correct? Yeah, we might be. <laughs> We'll find out if Otani has a new team by then. Just watch your email, okay? <laughs> It'll tell you when we're back. All right, we'll see you then.